Hey guys, thank you again for listening in. We really appreciate the support. Let us know what you want us to talk about next or any suggestions or feedback. There'll be a link in the description so that you can ask anonymously and always share with any of your friends or family who want to learn about investing. Peace. You had another, you said there was another question? Uh, another question was blue chip stocks on the JSE. Um, not sure what exactly. He's asking, maybe maybe asking what are the blue chip stocks? Um, blue chip to me means just like a very reputable company, like a big company, like a, um, give me a blue chip stock on a JSE. Grace, Grace Kennedy. I think a lot of, uh, financial advisors, when I just started, they were just like, yo, buy Grace, buy this, buy that. Uh, I think mm. what's another big company? NCB. Wisinko. NCB. Okay. Those are some yeah. Chips. So when I when I look on um Investopedia, what is a blue chip stock? A blue chip stock is a huge company with an excellent reputation. These are typically large, well-established, and financially sound companies that have operated for many years, and that have dependable earnings, often paying dividends to investors. Um, but I mean, what you can you can literally look at mo- a lot of the main market companies are blue chip. So NCB, Sagicor, Massey, Guardian, Scotia, Barita, GK, JMMB. Um, yeah, it's, more, it's a lot of main market companies. They're companies that it's very hard for them to fail. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah. So for example, if they're running into issues, a lot of times they can you know, get help. So it's like they can get debt, they can borrow money, they can do a lot of things. To, so it's very hard for them to fail, even if going they're going through tough times versus a much smaller company. I mean, in general, though, it is listed companies are pretty hard to truly, like, kill. The only uh delisting that i remember and i think this was before i properly started mentioning the market there was like was it sweet river or something like that sweet you mean abattoir company yeah yeah it was an abattoir yeah not sweet river that was one that i think delisted and then wait no there was like tree of knowledge or something sweet Sweet river sweet sweet river sweet river yeah see it on jsc you're bringing up old memories, bro. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like the person, the question that they were also asking, maybe I'm just thinking they're, they're asking the blue chip stocks, but they're also maybe asking our opinion on maybe blue the chip? term blue chip. Like, um, it, so f- I guess okay. Let me say my. So for the some of those blue chip companies that we listed, so like you know the NCB. Massey, Guardian. Um, I I have invested in some of them before. So, for example, I have bought... I bought GK in the past. I made some decent gains off of GK. Uh, I think that's probably... Let me see. I've bought, like, Wissing, Koto, Carib Cement, some of those other blue chip stocks. The only thing with the... I guess this is my preference. I generally like more junior market companies because the thing is with some of these blue chip stocks to move the price to 
the percentage gains that I typically want, it's a lot harder versus a junior market company. A junior market company, I find that I can get the percentage gains I want or basically higher percentage gains in shorter time periods. So I'm basically more likely to reach my goals. Because if you look at it, how much does it take to, for example, move a company like NCB share price by like, oh, 50%. So you're, if you're buying NCB, right, let me look. So I'm looking at the queue, big up my money JA for the tally feature. Right now you can buy NCB at a little over $100. It closed at 102 on this day, which is June 25th, 2022, right? To get NCB to say I wanted a 50% goal in like one year to get and based on this just this current queue to get NCB to hit $150 you would need 71 million Jamaican dollars to be spent to get the 50% right but then if you look at a junior market company for example and then you wanted that same 50% it's a lot easier there's less easier money because of the float um the float is like just the amount of shares mm -hmm. that are available for people to trade mm -hmm. right so typically a lot of the the junior market companies because you can only raise a certain amount i think right now the cap is 500 million mm -hmm. right so you can you can if you're doing an ipo and you want to be on the junior market it's between 50 million jmd to 500 million mm -hmm. so the amount of shares uh, depending on the price, but the amount of shares would be lower, right? As a as opposed to like a main market company like NCB, right? There must be a ton of shares out there, so the float is much larger for a lot of these companies. So it's easier to move a share price. If big money hits one of these junior junior market companies, it's easier for the price to move than for a main market company or like a, a blue chip on the main market is what I should say. Mm -hmm. So I get what you're saying, but in my opinion, every company has its time. Like every dog has its day. Every company has its time. Look at GK. GK moved up um, from, I remember I bought for my mom at 60, $61 and sold at a hundred. Right? Mm. That's about 40 odd percent. Nice. Like a hundred nice. and a little bit. Yeah. I think 103 or something. Like yeah, that. but then like G, I remember looking at GK and I was just like, it was just so undervalued when it was like 60 because when i was doing for example I mean, like, even now it's still undervalued yeah true true but like I, I, it was it was it was yeah. just disgustingly undervalued man i, I remember um big up shack again like we used to do the numbers like look at the pe and we were looking at the current earnings and i were mm -hmm. remember we were projecting earnings so we were like okay if gk i think the trying to say that i think the, the time that i'd made that gk play for myself was I think it was leading up to maybe the Christmas quarter because, for oh, example... When? Which year was that? Uh, not last year. I think the year before that. Let me see. So, so that would have been leading up to maybe 2020? 2020. Yeah, it's like end of 2020. Let me see. Yeah, yeah this is December is 1, 2020. The close price is $62. They, they typically have a good uh, one of their best periods is the christmas quarter because uh, um, i think remittances are usually really high during that period when families send down a lot of money and stuff 
and remittances were extremely high in COVID time. Like remittances skyrocketed. I remember there was one, I think it was remittances. There was a time where it went up like 30% in the pandemic when the pandemic just started. Because a lot of people, maybe a lot of people were laid off their jobs in Jamaica and so on. Or they were, there's just the future was uncertain. And mm-hmm. so if they have like family members abroad, they would send money to them. Mm-hmm. And GK, I think, is the uh, primary selling agent for Western Union. Primary selling agent for Western Union in Jamaica. Yeah. So um, they would eat a food off of that. Like you, they you were send down money. Off of that. So that was the thing. It wasn't even like it was the first time they had been dropping mm. reports. And remember, if you read the reports, they they tell you usually that they'll be like they I think they broke down this they did like segment reporting. So they would tell you um the Kajike generally split into the financial side and the food side, and then they would tell you, oh, the financial side was doing really, really well. And the thing is, before I think at the time, GK's the side that was earning them more money was actually the financial side. But if you mm-hmm. notice the food side, I think has now surpassed it. I'd have to check the most recent report. I don't know if it's changed, but the, the food side has been doing extremely, extremely well. Cause they've been exporting a lot. Like they speak up. I think they have some, they have some, there's like a goal thing that they have. But GK's vision, yeah, Yeah, vision twenty thirty was it? GK vision twenty thirty about how much of their revenues they they want from outside of Jamaica and stuff like that, and Mm -hmm. most of the revenues they want. Hold on, let me pull it up. List, yeah, fine. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I see. Yeah, they want seventy percent of their revenues and profits to be earned outside of Jamaica. Mm Hmm. 70 so they're really they're trying to push their foods i'm wondering how much percent it is now i know i think it's the majority now if i'm i've double checked but yeah oh but you you said something that i think we should possibly touch on the the some of the like gk is a pretty nice play in my books the because of some of the things they've spoken of because remember they've spoken about um listing uh aspects of their business on overseas stock exchanges so i love how you said aspects of their business as well because mm. if you look in the the actual the vision it says gkfg right and gk food so gk financial group and foods are listed on caribbean that's, that's one of the things that i wanted listed on caribbean and major overseas stock exchanges mm-hmm so, so, I mean... And then wh- wh- why would they list it then? I mean, there's so many reasons for a listing. I mean, you can... If you want to do... Uh, would it be an, uh, an an IPO? Or would it be more of a, a secondary offering? Because they're already listed here. But if you're listing on another exchange, would it be an IPO? Uh, technically, I think it should be. But there might be other ways that they could do it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was really just hinting at the fact that they're they're going to be raising a lot of money. They're, they're going to be selling a part exactly. of the business. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, right? And I think they've spoken about, I think the exchanges, I think they've spoken about, they said, uh, I think the London Stock Exchange or and or the, I think it might have been the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, and that's that. Or the NASDAQ, they said. Oh. Yeah, but I think they're, 
I remember some articles, it seemed as if they were leaning more towards a London stock exchange. But I would want them to list on the NASDAQ too. Why not? And as we said, listing in and of itself is also an act of marketing. So if they're really trying to push their revenues and sell their products outside of Jamaica, listing could definitely push that. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, and I meant they're, they're going to be listing part of the business, right? They're going to be getting money. They're going to be getting likely, well, foreign money. Foreign, my blood. So they, if they list on a US exchange, they get US. If they list on a London, they'll get, you know, euros or whatever. Um, With that money, like the, the money that those, those markets are a lot larger than, you know, our Jamaican market. Their companies... Look at things like Apple, Tesla, the market caps of those companies. Those are huge companies. Those markets, they can easily supply um, money to GK, millions and millions of US. Six million, million times, million. I'm wondering how that could, like, um, there's so many different ways that they could do it, to be honest. Because it, the... the I think just the news, when it actually comes out, them telling us, okay, we are going to list on the London Stock Exchange and we're going to be selling this amount and then they're going to tell us, you know, what they're going to do with the money. That in itself could send GK's share price price flying on our market because they're just like, yo, they're going to be raising a ton of money. Um, and then look back to what GK has spoken about over the last probably two three years. They've been they've speak they've spoken about um, mergers and acquisitions. They literally formed a division of the business just for mergers and acquisitions. I think it's um, Leo a guy named Leo Riney is the the head of the division. So they are very serious about. Um, the mergers and acquisitions it's a big priority to them mm-hmm. so what they could do for example suppose they go to the london market they say okay we are remember gk already has a huge presence in like for example the uk they could come to the market yeah. and say we are going to be you know listing but we're going to be using that money to buy a an overseas foods company so they could list GK Foods in the UK I mean, and then doing buy that kind of hair. even. Hmm? They're already doing that hair though, like even with Spur Tree. They're taking a stake in Spur Tree. Mm-hmm. They already have a, a, a. I mean, they brought Spur Tree to market. Um, so, and based on what Spur Tree's uh, plans are, they want to expand more into the foods market. Mm-hmm. Right? That, I mean, well, I mean, they want to expand their product line into more foods instead of just like sauces and so on mm. so one way for them to do that is with gk's presence gk could take a nice enough stake right and push a lot of their products through or help spur tree because spur tree already has like the infrastructure right they have um the factories and so on so it's it, it wouldn't be too hard to start pushing stuff like that i mean they already sell ackies grace also sells ackies too mm-hmm. so Grace could push their canned Aki business line through Spurtree. And if GK, and you know GK is serious. GK has done all these mergers before, right? If they're fully serious and they're in that, they have that footprint 
in a first world country, maybe like England or even US or so on, they could do that and acquire other businesses in the US and push their products through them. Mm-hmm. So it's fully possible and they've done it before. They've acquired so many other companies. I think they acquired um, they own most of what Catherine's Peak now. And I think they own 876 Water as well. As in they have a stake so, in it or are you saying they own it fully? Which one? 876. I'm trying to remember. I swear they own 876 fully. Uh, I know that I don't think they own Catherine's oh. Peak fully. Hold on. So I see Grace Kennedy has come to an agreement with Bliss Unite or Bliss Limited and Unibev Limited to acquire the 876 water brand, spring water brand. Um well it sounds like it's them fully buying it. And this was this is on their website. Um and I see another article in March last year. Grace Kennedy has struck a deal to purchase Oh, and it says, so in this article, March 21st, they mentioned the Catherine's Peak. They say, um, Grace Kennedy's purchase of the brand, which was, it was referring to 876, adds to its water portfolio, which includes a 35% share, 35% share of the Catherine's Peak water brand. And it distributes Catherine's Peak. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if... At some point, they possibly buy the rest of Catherine's Peak. I mean, if you look at the size of a company like GK, do you think they really want small stakes and stuff like that? Like they, I mean, it depends of- on their purposes for the company. Because if they just want to push a few products through, an associate stake is uh, fine enough for them. But the, th- the thing is, they distribute for Catherine's Peak, though, you know. So why would mm. I? It's like, I'm distributing your product. Why don't I just buy it and distribute my own product versus... I mean, do they have to? Because why spend all that money to buy it and your plans? You already distribute. Let's say your target is to distribute a certain amount of Mm -hmm. this company. Like you already distribute all of Catherine's Peak. Why buy the whole of it? Right? Because yes, you're making a food off of the distribution. Mm -hmm. You're you're making a, well, they own what, 35% of it? But based on this article, this was last year though. So I don't know if they... It changed. They've increased their holdings. I don't know. I mean, if you're comfortable with the amount of profits that you are making from this business line, from this company, why increase your stake? How I if see it is that you can make more, more money. I don't know. I mean, if, I guess you could. I guess in I'm not saying no, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, let's say you have other, look at them. They bought Pisa Catherine Speak, but then they bought the whole of 876 Blue Mountain um, Water. So, mm. you know, like maybe they see that as something more profitable. Mm. Who knows? I guess, you know, this, this brings up a point. You remember um, Chris Berry, big up Chris Berry once again. Always. Uh, he made a tweet. I'm going to try to find it. This guy, yo, he's honestly one of the, mo- the, the funniest accounts um, in terms <laughs> of like stocks and stuff like that. I think I know what tweet you're talking about too. So he the tweet he made, I I guess I will try to save it in the show the description. So he said on April fourth, twenty twenty two, GK Bank, which I, I think he was, I think he was maybe referring to First Global, 
Cause I think First is I'm pretty sure First Global isn't First Global probably the only commercial bank they own. I'd have to double check. But he says GK Bank is too small to really have an impact. Do they buy Scotia or NCB or JMMB? And then he, he put a tweet under it. If I were the Don of GK, I would buy Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> The Donos. <laughs> Wordplay on Don Webby. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious, yeah, honestly. And then someone someone replies, can they afford any of the above? And he's like, strap yourselves in. Let's go for the ride. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This guy is hilarious, yo. Yeah. So, um... And the thing is that they bought an aspect of Scotia, was it last year? In the Scotia, Eastern Caribbean? Yeah, let me see. The, the insurance. Yeah, they bought an aspect of Scotia's. Let me see. So let's pull up the article. This is from Grace Kennedy themselves. Uh, it says, GK has come to an agreement with Scotia Insurance Caribbean Limited to acquire 100% of the shares of Scotia Insurance Eastern Caribbean Limited, S-I-C-L. Um, and then it says, S-I-C-L is a licensed life insurance company operating in seven countries in the Eastern Caribbean, Anguilla, Antigua, Barbuda, Dominica, Grenada, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So a bag of companies in the Eastern Caribbean. And I think also, they renamed it. They renamed it to I think GK Life Insurance Eastern Caribbean Limited. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that's interesting. Uh this is like the thing they're is making moves, you know, like on both sides. Mm-hmm. They're, they're and, literally they're one of the most yeah. aggressive. They're probably one of my favorite blue chip stocks right now. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. I, and I, I mean, look at the price they're at. And suppose them say split. Just, yeah. not, just, not just split yeah. the business. Them say stock split. Or suppose them, them split the business split. and then they list. Suppose they split GK and then they list like GK foods on. In, well, hold on. They mm-hmm. said. Because how they speak about GK is they always separate it like GKFG, which is the financial group, and GK Foods. Mm-hmm. And they want to, they always said that they want to list a section of the business. So I don't think they would just lift the group, they would just list different sections. You're saying something about you're looking for something or something like that? Oh, I was saying that he, they're probably one of my more favorite uh blue chip stocks because mm-hmm. the, the level of aggression i'm seeing with them and then the possibilities that they have spoken about comparing for example like right now would you buy ncb over gk i mean a good thing with blue chip stocks is you can push a lot of money through it so if you're a person that have like big money big money popping Mm-hmm. Right. What do you call big you money? Can... I don't know, bro. You don't know <laughs> yourself, bro? No, I'm, I don't have big money. <laughs> I literally don't have big money. I, uh, I know you say make no, 100% in how long again? How long? 
You don't know how much money I put in. <laughs> I'm trust me, it, it wasn't that much money I put in to be honest. Yeah, so but what I'm saying that. is, big money. Uh, if if I was to put a a, a a number on big money, I'd say if you're buying a stock and it's like maybe about between five to ten mil, right? Mm. Or anything greater than ten mil is big money in my opinion. If you're putting ten mil in a stock. Right. I don't think GK is a bad play at all. And you can get 10 mil in Wait, and out. 10 I would say necessarily one stock. I wouldn't say necessarily in one. I mean, other companies do that. 10 mil I mean, into one Chris, stock? <laughs> Fully don't. It's funny how Chris Berry was talking about um, buying a bank. GK is too small. Um, do they buy a, a certain bank? But I mean, they've bought JMMB. They have millions of dollars in JMMB. They bought them when? GK? Yeah. No, this is Mayberry now. Because I was talking about Chris Berry. Oh, oh, yeah. so oh you mean MJE. 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 Yeah, yes. that was something that was Buying interesting a, still. A very large stake in JMMB. Yeah. Like, buy my commons. Well, let me look know? at the... <laughs> yeah, that, that's, the, that's the funny way. <laughs> That's that's funny. That's funny. That, that's another thing to talk about one day. The JMMB, the the famous buyback or just buybacks in general. 